And then welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. It's just a short, quick special here on um, Monday morning just to talk about the Tomah Hemed incident with DeAndre Edlin in Newcastle's 1-0 defeat to Brighton. Uh, we're joined by Stu Jameson and Sean McCormick. I'm Andrew Musgrove. And we'll dive straight in with you, Stu, to, to get your view on the incident and whether you think Tomah Hamed will be banned. It could have gone either way, couldn't it? But I, I, I was struggling to see any intent there. Um, yeah, he sort of looks down. He could have perhaps got his foot out of the way. Did he, did he stamp down hard? I'm not sure. Yedlin was all right. He felt it, but he was all right. Perfectly fine to continue. Uh, I, I think I, mean, I think the FA, well, they are looking into it. And I think he, given the history of recent incidents, he might, he might face a ban. But uh, to be fair, I think at the time, I think it was, it, there wasn't anything in it for me personally. So interesting, the no intent. Bit, that then means there should be no no ban in your opinion. It depends what they do. I think if he if he caused huge damage to Edlin's leg, I think that, that's different to be fair. But he, he didn't. Did he stamp down on him really, or did he just sort of did his foot to go down that way? I mean, I think there's a big difference between a deliberate stamp on somebody and and that which was. I, I think he felt Edlin had made a rash challenge, which in all fairness Edlin hadn't. He just slipped as he'd gone into the tackle. But you know, no one was hurt. Nothing happened really. Yet. It should be just one to just move on from. To be honest. Uh, and Sean, what's your, your your take on it? I mean, it was hard to decipher whether he actually did mean it with intent, but there was a bit of niggle between the pair, wasn't there, beforehand? So I'm sure that fans, listen, there's now a point to that. Um, whether or not you'll get a ban, we don't know. As you say, there's recent history. You look at the John Joe Shelby incident, obviously Andre Marin, I saw that one, gave him the red card. There's a precedent there to say if he has intentionally stamped them and they deal that you have in the AFA investigation, then of course he will get the ban, but... <laughs> As I say, I think people may point to the, the niggling beforehand and yet it didn't look necessarily like a, a, a hard stamp, a, you know, like really coming down on him, but the, the, the niggle beforehand may, may just suggest that it was a bit of an intent there. But then playing devil's advocate, you'd say, well, John Joe Shelby's stamp, you know, it, it was a stamp, but it wasn't exactly the world's uh, toughest, uh, you know, stamp down on him. No, but I, I think it was easier to prove a bit of intent with that one, yeah, perhaps. Um, again, yeah, you're right. The, the the player involved was fine, went on to play, there's no issues there. But I think Jalvi probably knows that he, he meant to do it, and I don't think the referee had any choice at the time, to be fair. Interesting that saw them shake hands during the game at one stage yesterday, I thought was was quite interesting, uh, Shelby Mariner. Um, I think there were different incidents, just because they're both involved Newcastle doesn't mean that we should treat them the same because they're, they're, they're very different. I suppose that's that's the key, Sean, is that, that just because maybe some Newcastle United fans feel hard done by by the Shelby incident or even the Mitrovic incident against yeah. West Ham, um, you know, two two wrongs, so to speak, uh, don't make it right. You know, you can't the, every incident that's going to happen this season is always going to get drawn back to them two two incidents, aren't they? And, and that's that's not exactly fair on on a on the referees, I suppose. No, not of course. I mean, football fans have long memories. I think you were saying to me earlier that a, fan, a Brighton fan tweeted you and said, well, what about John Joe Shelby on Dale Stevens last year? And I can't even recall that incident. No. But, I mean, there has been a lot of perceived wrongs so far this season. You look at the, the Mooney and Mbemba and then Sadio Mane getting sent off for a similar incident. And the Mitrovic thing, which Match of the Day, of course, brought up and you spoke to the guys there. And... Obviously, last night on Match of the Day, there was minimal coverage of the, the Hemed incident and the FAR investigating this. So, obviously, there's something there. But, as you say, I think had there not been as many perceived wrongs so far this season against Newcastle, would there have been that much of a, of a Ferrari about that incident yesterday? Possibly not. But, you see, that's that kind I of think, I think there's other incidents, to be honest yeah. with you. I think uh, Shelby could have seriously had a penalty later on. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a crossing the, hot, the far post where the uh, the Brighton, the right back, the captain, um, 
literally just barged him out of the way before he headed it clear. I think I think that was a penalty. To be fair, it, was, it would have been a tough one for the referee to see. In all fairness to him, um, and I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but there did seem to be some contact before the Brighton's goal. Uh, certainly, Kieran Clark was getting held back. Um, did it affect the goal? You, you don't know. And it's again difficult ones for referees. But I think there were two more interesting ones and a slight stamp. Well, it's not stamp. It's like you know incident on Yedlin. Who, to be fair, Yedlin didn't really make anything of it himself, did he? To be fair, and I mean Sean. You know the fans. You know are feeling hard done by. There is some sections will say there's an there's an agenda. You know, match of the day didn't help themselves last night by not covering it in the same detail that Mitrovic got covered in. Is there an agenda, or is it just a lack of inconsistency? A from referees, the FA, and I suppose also the the kind of you know TV pundits and and, and uh, shows. I see it because consistency is the issue, isn't it? Really, as you say, there are similar instances out there you, you can't compare them to, and Newcastle don't seem to get in the a fair crack the whip, so to speak, so far this season. I don't think there's an agenda there. I think it's it's crude to suggest that there is an agenda there. Um, I think, obviously, when you look at it from a media point of view, Newcastle fans, there's a huge fan base. They are going to react to it more. People are going to click on the video, click on the link, and so to speak. But And you could see if this happened to a Burnley, no disrespect to Burnley, but a Burnley or a West Brom who haven't got that kind of fan base, would there be that much of a, a big deal made of it? Possibly not. But to say there's an agenda there, I think it's a bit unfair. What Stu, what did you make of you know Joey Barton's comments saying, well, you know, he's probably going to get done for it, but then you know, thirty seconds that he's saying, well, you know, he might get away with it. I mean, the, the the bottom line of Joey Barton's comment was that the FA should just let him get on with it. Yeah. I mean, does that if they do that, then Newcastle fans rightly will feel aggrieved by that because you know they look at again maybe the Shelby instance. It sets a precedent then. It does set a precedent for, from a Newcastle point of view. Who does that benefit? So Brighton gets stripped of their striker for the next three games. What well, doesn't happen Newcastle one little bit? If if Newcastle are involved at the bottom end of the table, Brighton are going to be down there again. I, I was not impressed at all with Brighton yesterday for all the beat Newcastle, to be fair. I thought they probably deserved the win. I didn't think they were. They're not going to be mid table. I think Brighton are going to be in the relegation shake up. So, you know, is that going to really benefit anybody? I, I don't know. Um, I just think Barton's. I see what Barton's trying to say. He's he's thinking, well, they should just move on from it. it there was no harm done. But you know, their they've got to act, haven't they? So, it's, it's, I think I think you'll get banned. You get banned, Sean. What you what you reckon's going to happen? We don't know the details fully yet. If Andre Marin has seen the incident at the time and deemed that there's there's nothing to punish there, then obviously nothing can happen. They can only act retrospectively if he hasn't seen it and that hasn't been confirmed yet. So, I mean, if he has seen it. If he, sorry, if he hasn't seen it, I'd imagine there will be some sort of punishment there because, as you say, there is a precedent already set there this season. And if they, if they weren't to, to act on him and stamp, then I think that would be a bit unfair on other instances that have been punished and reprimanded. I suppose it comes back to if the, there needs to be more consistency between referees and the FA, you know, punishing people about respectfully, but also referees actually in the game. And it's easy to sit here and say, you know, the referees aren't doing their job properly or that it's easy to see that that's a penalty or that's not a free kick but actually there is a there is a glaring lack of um, consistency between between officials and I know everyone else is di- you know every referee is different yeah. but you know the half the problem is, is that when fans are seeing decisions go against them whereas 24 hours beforehand you know teams were getting them decisions and you can understand the frustration oh definitely definitely I think that's fair enough I think in this particular instance I'm not sure whether Mariner really should have been expected to see that one the ball is slightly gone. It was it was behind two of the three players, so I, I think that's again it's slightly harsh. Um, but yeah, you, we can go back to the the, um, the Matt Ritchie incident at Swansea with um, 
just straight after the Liverpool one as well. You know, you, you can completely understand fans of, of both sides, from Swansea, from Liverpool, from Newcastle, if it had gone against them, getting frustrated. Um, it, it is difficult, but it's always going to happen. It has always happened with referees because they're just human beings uh, and they've got to be allowed to interpret the game as it goes. And of course, when you win matches, you don't really think about them too much more. I mean, it's significantly those these instances we're talking about come after three Newcastle defeats. Um, the Shelby, the Huddersfield ones, and that, and that one yesterday. Because if you're going to win the match, you just move on. Like you were saying before about the Brighton one last year, I mean, we can't really remember any particular incident yeah. from the Brighton match. From a Brighton point of view, after being beaten, they probably hang on to those a lot longer, don't they? Definitely. I mean, and Sean, as soon as has kind of just said, oh, it might come back to bite Hamid. Whereas when, I believe correctly, when Shelby got sent off, he wasn't as polite or as in, maybe not forgiven's maybe the wrong word, but he, you know, he was, seemed to be much harsher, as did every pundit on Shelby for the incident against Ali. Do you think, um, as some may claim that, you know, the name carries a lot of weight? If you're a Shelby or a Mitovic and you get caught doing these daft things, then the pundits and maybe even the FA will come down a lot harder on you than if you are... Thomas Hammond, who maybe isn't a big name and, and you know goes under the radar. Possibly, because as you say, Shelby is a big name. He's got history of misdemeanors in the past. It's a big talking point. If well, it was a big talking point in the game, wasn't it, when he stamped on Del Ali? As Stu mentioned before, it's a bit of a different incident though. Um, the Hammond and the Yed the thing, they've been they've been tangling legs a bit, and there there've been a few challenges in, in between. The ball was just gone. Whereas Shelby would mean that the game had been gone for two seconds or so, and then he's right in front of the referee's face, and he's clearly stamped on Deli Ali. So I think the incidents were different, but yeah, there probably is a case. Um, wait, Mitrovic a match of the day. I mean, you spoke to the guys there, and they kind of explained the decision. Um, but as it, as, would it would it have been looked at if it was another name? Possibly not. But Mitrovic has got that history. They know that it can be a talking point that'll get fans talking, they'll get the punters talking. It's a, it's a it's a passionate topic of debate, isn't it? Alexander Mitrovic is. Attitude and his uh, temperaments, yeah, his temperament, yeah. His tendency to do daft things. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Mitrovic and Shelby, I think we were in agreement. They are both of them were rightly yeah, banned. Yeah. Um, but in, I mean, in my opinion, I think Hamid definitely deserves to get banned if, if obviously the Mariner hasn't seen it. Um, but I mean, we'll have to just wait and see, I suppose, to see what the FA do decide if and do they do investigate it. Uh, we'll be back later this week for the full. Uh, version of the Everything is Black and White podcast with a special guest as well but we'll announce that later um, this week on Twitter ahead of the Liverpool game if you head over to chroniclelive.co.uk you can keep up with all the latest Newcastle United news Uh, thank you very much